Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Everybody, uh, welcome to uh, We Are Everyday People. Try to feature and talk to extraordinary people doing extraordinary things. Just trying to counter the image that we have that is projected about us all over the world. I'm back in action. Brought the show back. Think tired for a little bit, wavering back and forth. Uh, kind of been a little hard on myself. Uh, I. I listen to talk radio a lot, and I have uh, some shows of people who are hosts that I really admire, and uh, I can only uh, dream of being uh, doing this job as well as they do. You know, granted, I'm not an expert. I don't know everything. Uh, what I do know, uh, I know. Uh, what I believe, I believe. And, uh, and I listen, and I learn every day. 
Uh, I'm also working on a web page with a written blog because I'm actually a much better writer than I am a talker, but I, I give it all I got. So I have, have a lot on my mind. I think about a lot of things. I have a lot to say. I write a lot of stuff down. And uh, anybody who knows me from Facebook knows that I can be, uh, my guest will be coming on <laughs> shortly. <laughs> I can be kind of out there a little bit. And uh, I imagine I can, uh, even though I kind of see it as so many people being so far uh, in there. And that's one thing I want those who know me who are listening who call and tell me, I mean, you, you think I'm a little too far out there? You know, you give me some criticism. I can handle it. You, you Believe me, you cannot be as hard on me as I am on myself. I can take it. Uh, if you feel where I'm coming from and you think I'm on point, uh, you know, I'd like to hear that too. I can take compliments. I kind of like those, you know, mix it up or just let it flow. I, uh, and we'll be bringing on my guests uh, in, in a few minutes, but I just wanted to uh, talk about a couple of things. that I kind of follow the news, and I kind of just wrote some things down that, you know, either they're head scratches or disappointments or, you know, I wish somebody would take this person out of their misery because they ain't making no sense. Uh, we'll start uh, with Monet Davis. Uh, Young lady, proud of her, ain't mad at her at all. Uh, she showed some some heart and compassion, and uh, even though uh, the gentleman from the this other baseball team tweeted a message on uh, online that, you know, how did this slut uh, do such and such a thing, she still found it within herself to uh, send a note, uh, a uh, email from herself and her baseball coach to ask the gentleman in school to reinstate him onto the baseball team. I'm not mad at her. But I had to look a little sideways at her parents. Uh, call in and let me know if you agree or disagree with, 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 with her move or if you think that maybe the parents should have jumped in and say, hey, you know, Monet has the heart here, but uh, I'm sorry. Uh, they can keep him off the team. You know, just turn the other cheek later for that. Uh, if you want to call in, 718-664-9513. 718-664-9513. So, I'm not mad at Monet at all. The, the, the young lady is uh, she's, she's a beautiful person. She's intelligent, articulate, and uh, I think f- for herself she did the right thing. But I put a little weight and put a little weight on that. Uh, Ted Cruz for president. You know, the United States is a pretty big country. A lot of people here, and it's amazing the level of snakery that we have thrown their head into the ring, running for the highest office in the country. And what's even more bizarre is that they have won a few times. It's incredible. It's incredible. That's that's a headcracker for me. Ted, Ted Cruz, okay, yeah, whatever. And on who's on the other side? They're promoting Hillary. Everybody's talking about Hillary. I don't know why. If you know why, call in and tell me what you think. You know, but uh, if that's the best we can do, maybe we deserve a Republican president. Uh, maybe we need to hit rock bottom to, to wake us up a little bit and realize that, uh, you know, things ain't working out as well and things ain't getting as well as we might think they are. Maybe we need to take a step back to get that step ahead. Uh, I don't know. Well, uh, man, George Zimmerman's in the news. Man, you, you hear about what he said about the president? So the president's uh, pretty much uh, saying about President Obama is inciting uh, racism, uh, he, he had uh, Trayvon's mom and a couple of other parents of, you know, murdered kids uh, 
at the White House, and he, he claims that uh, while Obama is saying that, you know, our lives matter, he's the George Lemon saying, well, his life matters too. Well, I'll tell you what, I wish somebody would take him out of it. That's just my opinion. I'm not inciting violence. I'm just kind of wishing for it in this case. So anyway, but uh, just a few things that uh, I, 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 I read. I just thought I'd share with you if you hadn't heard of them. Uh, Taraji Hansen is taking her son out of, uh, but she's not going to put her son into UCLA because he had been uh, unnecessarily racial profiled. And, uh, you know, she decided that she, hey, you know, she, she'll take him out and uh, put him in an HBCU. And uh, I'm all for that. You know, I think I wish that most more of uh, our youth would attend HBCUs. It's, it's a hell of an experience. I'm actually living that experience through my youngest son. Uh, who attends uh, University of Pine, University of Arkansas in Pine Bluff? Uh, I've been able to be around uh, these kids, and uh, I actually went to Mardi Gras with them last month. And uh, I tell you, I, I, I had the time of my life. Uh, these HBCUs is nothing like uh, nothing, no, nothing against uh, the you know UCLA's and Florida State, well, University of Florida, Miami, those guys. But the HBCUs is a, is a special. Uh, it's really something special. And if anybody out there who's listening to, had attended an HBCU, uh, you know, call in and let me know uh, where you went and how that experience was and how you would compare that to uh, your understanding as what, of what a non-HBCU would have been for you. What, what did you get as a plus that you wouldn't have got anywhere else coming out of an HBCU? Uh, I, I'd like to hear that. I'd like to hear that. So... Uh, thinking about that crossed my mind a lot is, you know, as, as, as a people, when I, when I say people, I'm particularly black people, are we too sensitive? Are we too sensitive? Do we really want to know the truth? Because my experience has been when told the truth, black people seem to lose their minds. Truth is not easy. Truth, truth is not entertainment. It's rough. And I'm going to talk to my guests, and we're going to talk about that sensitivity and, you know, why is that and, uh, you know, what can, what can we do about it? I mean, we've got to open up and be realistic. Uh, call in let me know, you know, how you feel about that. Are, are we too sensitive? And uh, one final uh, thought that, looking at my notes here, because uh, this, you know, it's what I need to do. I'll get scatterbrained. Is, is TV just entertainment? Is television really just entertainment? Because, of course, lately everybody knows, and I don't want to make this about any particular show. I want to make this about is television entertainment or is it really having an effect on those who fail to see between the lines, who fail to read into the systematic programming in our heads and in our youth heads, and also fail to see the image that is being projected of us. The people outside of us are looking at us, and they get it. They see it. We don't seem to see it. We, we, we just say it's just a television show. It's just entertainment. Yes, it's that too, but I believe it's a whole lot more than just that. I believe it's a whole lot more than just that. I really want 
call in 718-664-9513, I'd love to talk to a teacher. I would love to talk to a officer of peace. Uh, I'd love to talk to you, talk to anybody. Call in, express yourself. Uh, hey, you think I'm out there? You think I got a lot of nerve? Well, call and tell me that. I'm not going to argue with you. I'm going to give you your time. This is not the mainstream radio show that you call and you wait online or wait on the phone for an hour and then you get about 10, 20, 30 seconds to say your piece. No, you get a chance to speak your piece on this show, which is one reason why I decided to do this show, because I didn't like all the time people getting cut off, have good points, but the uh, host is so busy trying to get a quantity of calls in that they don't pay attention to the quality of the call. You will have your say on my show. You will have your say on this show. That That's how it's going to be run here. Okay, so I have uh, been talking for 12 minutes, not even well about that long, and uh, which is I'm like, wow, me? Talk for 12 minutes. Okay. But now I'm, I'm going to uh, bring on a brother who uh, has been on the show before, one of my earlier shows. He came on. We had a good conversation. As a matter of fact, we crossed paths through Facebook, as I have with many people. And most of the shows I've had, the guests I've gotten, uh, the idea to have them on the show by reading their uh, timeline, by reading their responses on Facebook. Uh, I read them, and uh, I, I have people uh, in mind to, who I, I'm going to have to ask on the show, and they have no idea yet. But I read the timelines, and if you're saying something interesting and you're down to earth and, you know, making some sense, then, yeah, I'm, I'd like to have you on the show. If you want to come on the show and you have something you want to bring, if you want to, uh, me to do a show with you. Uh, you know, hook me up uh, on Facebook. Get with me on Facebook. Bledsoe. Just do a search on Keith Bledsoe, K-E-I-T-H-B-L-E-D-S-O-E, and uh, send me a message, and we'll work it out. We'll work it out. You know, but this brother is uh, representing Dunbar High School, coming out of there in, uh, I believe, mid-'80s. He'll correct me when he comes on if I'm wrong. He is currently of Madison, Wisconsin, via Chicago. Very down-to-earth, conscientious brother. Very down-to-earth, conscious. But we we have some great dialogues uh, on Facebook. We agree, we disagree, but we always come to a very respectable medium. I want to welcome back to the show, Brother Jesse Evans. Jesse, how you doing, man? Hey, I'm doing good. I'm doing good. But I think you uh, added, like, 10 years to my life. Ninety-five, I graduated. Oh, oh man! Well, wow. <laughs> so, so I'm still a little okay, uh, older. I want to say old. <laughs> a little older. Let's get that straight up front. Let's get that straight up front. I hate you. <laughs> My bad. Hey, how's it going? <laughs> I'm doing, man. Uh, great, man. Glad, glad to have you back on the show. Glad to uh, that you are my uh, my opener. My first show since uh, I decided. To not stop doing the show, and uh, I couldn't. I mean, I couldn't think of some good guests, but I can't think of any better guests than to have you back on the show, man. Appreciate. It. Oh, thanks, thanks. Glad to uh, glad to be back on. Yeah, it's, uh, it was fun last time. You know, hopefully I'm not as nervous as I was the first time, but uh, yeah, it was it was it was really it was uh, fun. Yeah. Let, let, let me ask you this. Let, let me ask you. I mean, you you, you have daughters. Okay, you you are a father. Okay, what came to mind when you heard of the text message that was sent 
uh, referring to Monet Davis as a slut. And, uh, I mean, everything else, I could have kind of gone with it. Okay, well, well, she got rocked by Las Vegas. Okay, that's true. Uh, why are they having on her on Sports Illustrated or whatever, or writing a book about, okay, well, that's that's your opinion. That's how you feel. Okay, fine. But when he, when he went to, with the slut, that is the one that set me off, man. What, what did you feel about that? And how do you think he would have handled well, it? Well, uh, what I thought about was that, you know, you, you really can't be surprised, you know, with uh, social media and things like that. You know, it's just the uh, mm-hmm. way that uh, as a society that men, you know, uh, continue to show uh, little uh, respect uh, for women, and not just in America, but society as a whole. You know, um, we we look at other societies and see how much uh how how openly disrespectful the men are to women and mm-hmm. you know as america you know like like other issues that we have in this country say for example racism you know um we have so many hidden um issues with sexism that you know we can look down on other countries like man that's how they treat women and you know we pretty much got our own problems here also and that's just uh, um that's just the way uh men are you know <laughs> i guess the way uh we're being raised to uh, treat our women uh, uh, that, but i will say I, I, go ahead i will say Monet davis handled it uh perfectly i mean she absolutely and she couldn't have a better response you absolutely. know and you know, um, and and you know, I think her parents. I'm surprised they had no response. But if they did have a response, I would hope that they would have echoed what she said. You know, it's, it doesn't solve anything well, I, to sling mud back. It's not going to help anything. Well, I don't. I don't think that they should have uh, I, I, uh, just went off and went. You know, went went ghetto on them. If you know what I mean. I think that they should have <laughs> at least said. I think that they should have said something a little more to the point of, uh, you know, uh, well, you know, you got, you got to watch what you say, and uh, sometimes you got to pay for your consequences and so forth. You know, I wish that the uh, Las Vegas baseball team had been uh, as polite uh, when Jackie Robinson was stripped of the uh, title because the first thing out there was that uh, JRW got what they deserved. See? So. Yeah, that's, that's a, but, but you're, like I say, you know, you're dealing, you're dealing with kids and. You know, but but when it comes to adults, I mean, you, I mean, it's almost better to take the high road. I mean, it played out perfect. He's not going to be back on the team. Nothing more, you know, nothing more can come out of it, even if they said what they said. And now, you know, every it it just it just looks great. Yeah, you know, it yeah. Shows why well, she's able to handle the big stage like she did. Yeah, I, I agree. I, I thought she was. I, I'm not. I ain't mad at her at all. I mean, I thought she was very, very <laughs> in her response. I, I just know me. Like I say, I, if I'm if I'm gonna be out there, I may as well act like I'm out there. Cause I, and I can be out there sometimes. You know, I heard about. I mean, the mother said she had no comment. Uh, you know, it's not really much. I guess it's not really much. I don't think it's really much to say. Nothing's gonna be. Nothing better no gonna come out of the situation. No comment actually says a little something too. Actually, when you, when you, you know, when you, I guess when you break it down, no comment says you know what I'm thinking. So I guess I say nothing. <laughs> you know, pretty much. 
I, I could take it that right. way. So, but anyway, I, I just thought after that, after that, I don't want to go too far on that because it's not not, not really a major. You know, it's not affecting anything one way or the other. But you know, just just conversation. You know, sometimes you gotta go barber shop and on the conversation. And, you know, just talk about <laughs> right, right. talk at the barber shop. So uh, let me ask you this: This is I, I did a show when I was doing the show a while ago, and, and I asked a question. And are we are we too sensitive? Are we too sensitive? I'm gonna just put it out to you right like that. I think I think uh, it's pretty hard to have serious conversations. And I think without having serious conversations, a lot of the issues we see, especially in our community, will never be tackled and never will be solved. You know, I mean, it, I always say, like, you have to be able to call a spade a spade, and we just can't do that. You know, there's just so many subjects that we can't touch and say because people, people, and you know, using your word, get sensitive and you can't talk about it. And if you can't talk about these subjects seriously, then nothing's going to be done about them. Yeah. Well, the, we, <laughs> yeah, we 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 agree on that. What what do you find uh, from your? Cause you, you bring up a lot of good points on your Facebook page. You, you dialogue with a lot of people. And is, is there anything in, in particular that you find that really sets off that insensitivity, or that sensitivity in, in folks more than more than other issues? Well, you know, I mean, I personally think the one of the biggest issues that causes so many issues in um, our community is uh, just parenting. I mean, lack of parenting, kids raising themselves and parents just not being parents. I think that's one of the biggest issues, and that kind of separates a lot of the kids who grow up and, you know, can't can't read and write on level with the ones that do. You know, I mean, it's there, there's a lot of issues in our community, outside factors, but you know, we we can do something about the things, the the the, in, the internal factors like bad parenting. I mean, I can't do anything about another parent and how they raise their kids. But you know, uh, you have, you know, if you're gonna have kids, you have to be a parent. And we just have so many kids that's uh, raising themselves, and that's one of the bigger issues. But people people don't want to hear that, you know. People. Well, we're we're also in a in a time where the, the kids, the parents are kids too, and that and that's something that's really definitely another root cause. That's another thing. That's that's another big one. You yeah. know, kids having kids is another thing you can't talk about. You know, uh, which I think is a is it's just a huge problem. Is is just it's just you know you you just can't expect somebody to have a baby at fifteen or sixteen and be able to take care of it. You know. <laughs> Just, just, just rarely happens. I mean, of course, as they get older, you know, and they learn more things, and you know, they can, they can, you know, people can better themselves. But by the end, you know, they got yeah. a fifteen-year-old child that's stuck in their ways. Yeah. I'll tell you what. Let's let's we're gonna take a break, and we're gonna pick up on this. We're gonna pick up on this parents because I I I think it's also an issue with parents, but. I'll, I'll, I'll go into it when we, when we come back. We talk about parents, and we're eventually going to get into the, the issue with television, whether or not it is just entertainment or whether or not it is much deeper than that. And not, and not just television, but music, movies, news, uh, video games, church, uh, you know, all, all the above. 
But uh, Brother Jesse, let's take a break, and uh, we'll play a uh, ad that we recorded for another show I'll talk about later that I actually co-produced and that we we do on Monday with Brother Jimmy Williams uh, called Real People from the Hood. It is it is pretty raw. <laughs> it's raw. It's, it's what it is. That's on Monday. So we'll talk about that later on in the show. But uh, we'll take a break now, and we'll come right back. Hey, Chicago, for your next family reunion, call Jimmy Williams of Abstract T-Shirts at 773-690-5366. That's 773-690-5366. Your family reunion expert since 1990, with photo T-Shirts and custom printing available. You can see samples of his work on the Internet. Search for JimmyWilliamsOnline.com. That's JimmyWilliamsOnline.com. One word. For families wanting reasonable prices, quality service, and good advice at making their family reunion a success, call Jimmy Williams from Abstracts T-Shirts at 773-690-5366. That's 773-690-5366. Your family reunions should always be a happy occasion, and your T-shirts should reflect that. Call Jimmy Williams at 773-690-5366. Your T-shirt man.
we are back, and I love our music. I miss our music, but I want our music back. I want our music back, period. As our music has gone, so have we. We got to get our sound back, real music. Okay, Brother Jesse, we were talking about parents, and uh, and I agree. But the thing about it is, is, is anytime someone, especially television or media, talks about, you know, parents, you know, first, what they're really talking about is, uh, you know, in, in, in the hood, you know, the poor folks and so forth and so on. But, you know, I, I tell you, when you talk about parents, I'm talking about, you know, you know, George Bush, he, he had parents. You know, so Dick Cheney, they had. And how did they raise, raise these fools? You know, it, 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 your parents created this whole mess. You know, our, our parents can be uh, more responsible, but uh, our, our parents didn't send you know, all these jobs overseas Uh we just didn't do this. We are victims at the same time. We need to be responsible because my thing, we have all these reasons to be united, but we use those same reasons as excuses to kill and maim each other. You with me? Yeah, I hear you. Well, okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess... Uh... I guess I would consider the the, the uh, job issue in the economy a little, little a little different, you know, because uh, that impacts. I mean, the jobs in the economy pretty much impacts the whole the whole country. You know, the country as a whole. You know, we all have to deal with that. You know, uh, I mean, unless you're part of the one percent or ten percent, then you're probably uh, not impacted as much. But but everybody else does. You know, uh, the, no matter what part of the ninety percent bracket you fall in, you know you still you still pretty much at the mercy of uh, those on top. So, I mean, so right. I don't know how to I don't know how to put that genie back in the bottle. You know, uh, I guess one way would be if people actually went and voted. <laughs> you know. But and that's that, that's another bizarre thing. Uh, when, you, when you have the record low turnouts, especially in Chicago, and all I can do is shake my head at Chicago because for 22 years they had that clown daily in his mayor. When Chicago had the majority population of uh, you know of, of, of black people, and what, how do you explain it? I don't know. So all you can say is, well, then you deserve daily. You deserve what you get. You don't get out and vote. So you're right. Well, uh, you know, I mean, is this. I don't know, uh, you know, to have such a free country or a supposedly free country with voting. I mean, I know we have, uh, you know, uh, people who feel about uh, voter suppression, but for the most part, you know, I'm starting to even wonder if that's even a real concern given that the people who can vote don't go vote, <laughs> you know. So so uh, I'm wondering how many people will actually be impacted if, if uh, say you need an ID for it, or whatever voter suppression technique they use, you know people people don't vote anyway. So you know, is it just a fight just to be fighting? Because uh, I'm I'm guessing, you know, uh, it's not going to impact things all that much. And that's that's one of those facts that brings up some sensitivity in a lot of people. You know, that that that's uh, you can you can argue with it. It speaks for itself. It'd be worth a try if everybody got out. And let's see what happens. 
We saw what happened. We got Obama. Well, well what happened is we got a black president with a majority of the people went out and voted. So, uh, yeah, exactly. you know, voting exactly. can make a difference. <laughs> so, so it's not like voting don't make a difference. You know, look how many people voted when uh, President Obama ran. You know, um, yeah. I always say Bush screwed up things that much that you know <laughs> they voted in a black guy for president. So that I mean that the President Obama election shows you what happened when people actually get behind somebody they believe in and actually go uh, go vote, regardless of how people feel about President Obama. The people literally believed in what he was saying, and they actually went out to the polls. You know, and then you get the midterms where I'm not sure people, if people don't care to vote or they just don't like their options. You know, that that might be one thing to really research and figure out. Because it could be people just don't like their options. I mean, that could just be the bottom line, and it's like, why go vote when I'm not motivated to vote for anybody? I think that has a lot to do with it. I mean, especially when you, I think, I don't know, the Republicans are hardcore and uh, with what they do, and they stick together. The Democrats seem to be very, not seem to be, they they come across as being such, such a wimpish party, almost like they're a subgroup of the Republican Party. Uh, I, I, don't, I don't, I don't, I don't know, man. I don't know. I'm, I'm ready to. You know, we need, we need a third party. Man, I can't, I can't see it. I hope I'm wrong. Hope I'm wrong, but we don't have a lot to choose from. Oh, you, you, you know, you have the uh, 2016 uh, election coming up, and this is, I mean, the, I mean, the best the people got is Hillary. I mean, unless you're Republican, then the you probably got Jeb Bush, but I mean, <laughs> you got a Hillary versus or a Clinton versus a Bush. Back, I mean, again, you know, we'll probably end up with one of those names again. You know, <laughs> it's, it's, yeah, I, it's crazy that out of 400 million people, that will come up on the same garbage that we just recycled. Yeah, it's, it's it's amazing. Yeah, that, and that's un, that's unfortunate for me. That's the best we can do. The week, like I said, we deserve to hit rock bottom. Maybe that'll wake us up, <laughs> and then we'll get then we'll get to voting. Voting. We'll take that step back to get ahead because right now, uh, I'm I'm just not I'm disappointed. I'm really disappointed in what I see going on here, man. Uh, I'm really disappointed with what, what's happening, and, and I can't. Uh, to, to me, it's, it's it's right in our faces. And it seems like we kind of too many people, I'll say, are just turning a uh, blind eye to it. Like I said, they 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 just they just want to be entertained. They want to just chill in that comfort zone. And uh, if you take them out that comfort zone, and that's when that sensitivity starts spreading. So uh-huh. let me ask you this: lately, uh, been a lot of a lot of conversation back and forth, and uh, I, I've heard pretty much every angle. I don't know if I heard one any more than the other. I don't. I, have, I can't even say I've heard a popular angle. You know, I've had mine, and I've listened to the others, and I think it's pretty neutral, man. It's pretty stalemated as far as who believes uh, television is just entertainment and who believes that it goes into too much deeper than that. What's, what's your feeling on that, and what type of responses have you been getting on your Facebook page as far as, uh, you know, these recent shows on television and uh our reaction to Well, I personally, I personally, and this is my opinion, is that television is entertainment. You know, they're gonna they're gonna show you what people want and what people are gonna 
consume. You know, if people are not consuming it, then it's not on TV. So I think the problem, the, when we talk about young people in entertainment, the problem is a lot of these products that is corrupting our young people are not supposed to be consumed by young people. I mean, we have certain TV shows that they shouldn't be watching. You know, we have certain music they probably shouldn't be listening to. We have certain video games that they probably shouldn't be playing. You know, but they listen to them, they play them. You know, and that's that's really on the parents and not not the industry. You know, because you know they have these ratings for a reason. You know, and uh, if the parents are cool with the kids consuming them, you know the industry is going to keep feeding them. And I and I'm not really sure how much the in, you know that the influences impact or change the mindset of adults. You know, I think the adults probably when they was fourteen, fifteen, you know, what we consumed then pretty much built our attitude today. But I'm not really sure the industry is changing people's minds today. That's already adults, and I don't think. You know, they, these these industry uh, things were built for probably kids. But, yeah, I mean, I, I, you're you're right. The kids shouldn't be watching this and playing that and so forth. And, and that's that's to me, it's almost like that would be that, that's absolutely correct. But that, that's also a perfect world because they're gonna see it. <laughs> gonna, if, 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 if they don't if they don't see it here, they're gonna see it there. If they don't see it at home, they're gonna be over friends' house somewhere. They're gonna see it there. They're gonna see it on the so, somewhere along the way, it, it, it's, it's going to be seen, and uh, it just, uh, to me, it, it definitely is influencing to the kids. I remember when I was a kid, uh, uh, the Three Stooges was on, and we weren't allowed to watch the Three Stooges because we go around poking each other in the eye, you know, <laughs> and, 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 and putting a fist on top of somebody's head and hitting it with the other fist, you know, stupid stuff, you know, just uh, right. You know, they, they, so the influence is definitely there. I know when when rap music was out, when they had the Sugar Hill Gang, and uh, you know when it was when it was fresh and clean, clean, it was cool, it was all right. And then it started changing. And then Naughty by uh, not Naughty by Nature, but Niggas with an Attitude came out. No, 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 no. The Ghetto Boys came out with a with, with an yeah. album that was the Bogus Hill, and I enjoyed it. I thought it was entertaining. It was cool to me. At the same time, my oldest son. I saw that he was it was having a different effect on him, so I had to I stopped at cold turkey and I, I and I got the stuff out my, my my house, but I knew that I couldn't keep him away from him because he just don't stay in my house he goes other places, so I, I, that definitely has an impact and it's also proven to be influential because that's why they don't have any positive shows on television as they should. Well, well, the thing is is that okay. I do agree that it has an impact on kids. I just don't know that you can blame the industry because that's what people want to consume, so that's what they give them. You know, the thing is, you have—I mean, I love—I love the show uh, Blackish. I think that's a positive show. Uh, you know, the black black family. You know, uh, one is a executive, the other is a doctor. You know, the kids—they always dispel stereotypes at the end. I mean might not be the funniest show, but, you know, to me it's really a positive show. All positive images. Haven't seen anything negative on it yet. But, you know, nobody talks about it. Nobody cares, you know. Even if people watch it, it's not uh, 
social media worthy. You know, people people just you know they're gonna I guess they're gonna consume what they like and bad bad stuff uh, sales. Whether it's rap, whether it's TV shows, whether it's you know any anything of that nature, people just prefer to have that, and that's what you know. If I'm selling a product, you know you got to sell what the people want, or you'll be out of business pretty quick. Well, they definitely give them. Unfortunately, uh, that is what the people want, apparently, uh, because the uproar <laughs> recently. Uh, uproar recently. I mean, hell, if, if, if this is how people are reacting to uh, what they are seeing, if this is if this is what the entertainment that they want. Hell, I guess it does make sense to put it out there and just get and give it to them. I mean, that 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 I makes mean, sense. That makes sense. You live in a capitalist system. <laughs> it, it's just a shame you know, that that's what the people want. The bill, you know? So, yeah, yeah I mean, that's just, that's, the, that's the one thing is that you know I mean we can blame the industry but you know it's like I mean you look at music and there's there's a lot of positive rappers you, you know you know where they rapping at at home you know <laughs> you know nobody's they're not on the radio they're not selling CDs unless they sell them themselves you know but there you know you have like Lil Wayne's and a you know all the hardcore rappers selling out studios every. You know, and I'm sure it's the same with, like, rock music or whatever other type of music, too. I mean, it's just, you know, Marilyn Manson is pretty pretty popular, you know? <laughs> well, the Little Waynes are the, uh, are the uh, artists that the industry promotes and the industry encourages, the industry will pay. The positive rappers, uh, they're not going to be promoted by the industry. So it, there is a system behind it. Well, I mean, there, there is no... But, there's no one club. But they're not being promoted because they're not because nobody's buying it. If people bought it, I am pretty sure, you know, I mean, look at Nas. Nas is pretty, you know, he's pretty positive and he uh he sells, but people just don't consume positive images. That's just that's not a as good fun. point. That's a good point, but if you keep on putting that garbage out there, eventually people are going to keep hearing it over and over and over and over again. This 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 stuff is sinister. And, and it does go, it does seep in. And if that's what they're hearing and that's what they're promoting, uh, then that's what the people are going to buy. I mean, so it, it works these both are the ways same people. Yeah, I, I, I guess it's like an argument which came first, the chicken or the egg. But, I mean, these same people who's being promoted here in America, I mean, they still go to other countries and do the same thing. You know, I mean, they still go to other countries and rock out a stadium, you know. Eminem is just not popular uh, in the U.S. He's popular worldwide. So I mean, I mean, I guess uh, I guess I believe that you know if people wanted positive stuff and it's sold, you'll have some you'll have a market for it. At least one market, about two markets, or I mean, out of thousands of markets, you have like not one or two people decided like you know what I'm gonna do a positive rap major label. It's just People just don't don't consume well, it. I I, I, I mean I, I mean I listen to rap and I don't consume it. You know well, even no, though you, you know you I know no 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 you don't I, no no I'm saying don't, I don't consume I don't consume positive rap. <laughs> it just doesn't really appeal to me. I know I don't know why the other rap appeals to maybe because of you know where where I grew up and how I grew up, but it just doesn't. And I try to be a positive person. It, it doesn't. It just doesn't. Well, I guess, I guess, I guess what it is is that uh, it's simple and plain. It's not complicated. Filth sells. <laughs> the dirt, right. dirt sells. 
I mean, it, it, and that's just, and that's, I mean, I can't, I guess I'm more in the wishful thought mode, you know, wishing that it was not that way, wishing that it was different, wishing that this, uh, and hoping that the, the positive stuff can get out, hoping that more positive shows can uh, be on and, and, and tell it, you know, would be more promoting, you know, to that. But, uh, and, you know, that's, that's back to that positive world statement again. I'm not, not any perfect world. And this, this is, this ain't the perfect world. So, uh, I mean, I I'm, and I'm, and I'm you, got, you, got, you got me on that. You, you, you got me on that, but <laughs> I'm with you on the same boat, though. I, I wish there was more positive stuff. Yeah. I wish there was more yeah. people tuning in to like Sesame Street, you know, <laughs> or, or whatever stations you know can promote positive oh, images. Just, just, <laughs> just
I mean, could have did their own music on the radio. They were not permitted to be around that kind of money, that kind of attention, and that kind of uplifting. When the music would hit the radios and the airwaves, blacks <clears throat> were not allowed. It wasn't that they couldn't do it. They just weren't allowed. So control is everything. This system would not let you control this system would not let a black person control its own destiny. Fast forward. The Emmys. White artists are topping off the rap charts. Who in the hell told you one day that LL Cool J, um, Rakim, or some of these guys, is going to be knocked off the charts because of a white rapper. Now keep in mind, they tried that with they tried that with um, Ice Ice Baby, whatever the hell his name is. They tried to <laughs> pump no him to the gill. <laughs> yeah. They tried to pump him to the gill. Now keep in mind, Eminem, the boy got skills. The boy okay, got chops. Okay, yeah, let's, let's clear but that it up. Wasn't <laughs> It wasn't until he hooked up with Dr. Dre until he got on his own and started doing some stuff that was still up there right around up right around up there with creativity in that realm of Dr. Dre, Snoop Dogg, Rakim. These guys stand out. A lot of other artists do stand out, but these guys stand out because of their style. Going back to Elvis Presley, do you realize how many Millionaires would be here now in the music industry if they were able to have a a decent contract, a decent way of distributing their music and holding their audience. Now, if if these people that listen to the Negro or the race music back when Elvis Presley was putting it out, and they listen to the original artists that did it, do you realize how many black millionaires there would be would have been in the late fifties? Early sixties in the music industry, they blocked so what, them what, out. So, so is that so? What, what, what about today's music? Are you saying that uh, I was kind of saying earlier that the Little Wayne's they, they get promoted they, and they get through, but uh, uh, Brother Jesse was today's saying that music. you know they're yeah, he was, Brother today's Jesse was saying that, you know that there are positive uh, rappers, but uh, yeah. you know they're they're at home rappers, you know. The system don't stop at just music. They stop at um, um, the way we walk, the way we talk, what we're going to think about, and, and how it's going to be presented. Now, they presented us in a way that a lot of white folks are just totally scared. Okay, Gangster Rap came out with, with N.W.A., and it took off and went whatever the hell it went to. Half the stuff they got out now, I don't even know what the hell they're talking about. But <laughs> I, I agree. <laughs> but, yeah. but that's the and, image and, that they wanted to portray. They can't. They they couldn't just stop with just the music. They had to vilify every artist that came out with something that was very creative. I never did like gangster rap. I never did like that angry stuff. I never did like it. But some of that angry stuff was on point. And the only ones that I really could think about at this time was um, um, what's that group with um, Flavor Flav was in? 
What's the name of that group? Public Enemy. Public Enemy. Public Enemy. The name Public Enemy itself was threatening. The music that it came out with was more like on the realm of just imagine Malcolm X rapping. That's who it's right. It was more political. They didn't want that. Oh yeah, they put it out there because they made a shitload of money. That's that's my point. But then you had then when you get to the point where the president comes out and starts talking about a rap group, they hit they hit something. Something it hit a nerve. When you got the president of the United States vilifying a rap group yeah. from the hood. Yeah. They did so the same as Sister Soldier. Yeah, as Sister Soldier also. She was articulate to the point where she understood what was going on and she hit she she knocked it out the ballpark. She came on point. Yeah, she did. They don't she want did. the system yeah. don't want that. The system do not want that. It's either with his music, style, or the message, and then you get down to the business end of it. Distribution, the contracts um, um, the masters that they own, the music that they put out. The system to wants me, to, to me, control to, all this stuff. To me, to me, to me, it's being force-fed on people to the point where it's just repetitive, repeating over and over again, making these kids feel that they're cool, that this is cool, that's cool, that you know they're big, they're grown, they they're uh, mucho macho, whatever, and, uh, and 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 we buy into it. I mean, we we definitely they, they put it out there. Yeah, that's true. I think you you hit it right on the head when you said when you use public enemy as an example, they push public enemy, even if they don't want to, that's kinda irrelevant. The point is they pushed it because it made money. And I think that's the bottom line in this country. It all comes down to the dollar. And if there were people out there that they could push, whether they agree with the message or not or they wanted it out there or not, if there was people out there they could push and make money off of they, 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 somebody would be pushing it. Somebody well, would be. But well, they, 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 they are they not going to push. They are not going to push too many black artists with a message. At least they would not allow. Oh, I, I don't think they would have a problem with it. They, no, uh, they wouldn't. Let me say this. Let me say this. I don't. They, they would. They wouldn't allow these artists to get into a position to where they would start making money. That, that, well, that, a lot of them make a lot of money. Well, a lot of them make a lot of money, but but I would say a lot of them. But there's some that's making well, well, there's money. Some, but I'm saying, but but those those that are being pushed are those who are uh, putting out the dirt. I mean, I, I've heard the ones that's selling. Uh, I, I've heard the rappers talk about some of these rappers talk about how they've been in these meetings with the executives and and uh, what how they are told and what they are told they want their material to be reflecting. And that's what's out there. Yeah, but 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 what else are they gonna say? That's what they're putting out there anyway. I mean, I mean, what else? What what else are they gonna say about poisoning young people's minds? You know, it's easy to blame somebody else. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I don't know. Like I say, I think it comes down to which came first, the chicken or the egg. It's you know, you, you, it's kind of like a circular debate no, where they, you they, keep going in a circle over and over. Well, we, 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 we're kind of doing that. We're kind of doing that now. But there, there's definitely a system. There's definitely a, a system that is out there that is designed to do exactly what it's doing. And we're buying into it. But it is systematic. It is systematically applied. And we're, we're, and we're eating it up. That is the movies, TV, yeah. the video games, the news, church, 
All that. Uh, I think that's a lot of energy to put into 10% of the country. It's <laughs> a lot of research. Well, my whole point is that there's definitely, I, I will always believe, and I know there's a lot of folks who do it, uh, that there's that there's a system out there that is designed to do exactly, and even with the school system, it's designed to do exactly what it's doing. Not all of them, but plenty of them are just conveyor belts to create the, to to to, uh, to, to, uh, to lead to the private industry prison system. Brother Jim, you still there? As far as schools, yeah, as far as schools are concerned, hey, keep in mind, this is just my opinion. <laughs> the unions are part of the problem. Part of the problem, because any time you have a failing teacher at a high-end school, the, the system is going to get them out of there and put them in a place where nobody's going to see them, nobody's going to say anything, nobody's going to get angry. Oh, we got a new teacher. Where did the teacher come from? Those answers, those questions are going to get asked. Okay, we got a new teacher. Where did the teacher come from? What did, what what made this teacher leave the other school that that teacher was at? What was his um uh, um I don't know academics? What why did he leave that other school? The reason that teacher left the other school and showed up at a black fifty percent of the time, they fucking assholes. They don't they probably <laughs> on drugs. They probably pedophile. Well, they, they probably got on the uh, the principal's nerve or something. They weren't doing their jobs, and they know damn well if they're in the union, nine times out of ten, they're not going to get kicked off that union's payroll because they're paying into the union. They're going to kick them over to a black or a brown school, and they can keep their jobs and constantly keep putting their money into the pot. That's why I school well, is they again, it's, bad it's, teachers. I mean, good teachers. I think this goes back to the parents, man. How about the parents right, just take an active role in their schools, in their schools, uh, in their child's uh, academic uh, life? You know, I mean, it, 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 you know, something has to give. You know, uh, I, I would agree that uh, we see uh, union issues. You know, and that's one of my biggest gripes about the public school system is that you know the teachers' union won't allow you to get rid of bad teachers, but also the parents have to be involved in what's going on at the kids' school. You just have there to. Are, you there know, are a lot of parents that are involved with the school. You don't, we don't see it because they don't talk about it. Parents not, not are involved. About what they're, not, not the school. I'm not talking about the school. Not being involved with the school, but taking charge of your kid's academic uh, career, you know, if your kid, if your kid is struggling in school or struggling to be on grade level, then do something about it, you know, instead of complaining about the school system. The school system is what it is. It's probably not going to change. I mean, it'll probably be like that for at least the next hundred years. You know, eventually you, you have to take control <laughs> and make sure your child don't become a statistic. Okay. I'm gonna get on. Uh, no, but we we coming to uh, the time, and I want oh. to finish up with stuff with brother with brother Jesse. So go ahead, and make your point though. <laughs> Parents don't have the time that the system has. You're saying that the parents got to take control. The parents are doing the best they can under the situations that they're put in. Most not all, not all, parents, not, not a lot. Most of them, some of them are trying their asses off. 
and then they got to send the school. Then they got to take their kids. They can homeschool their kids if they try. Then they got to send those kids to a system that really don't give a shit. But the system has more time on their hands than the average parent does. So the parent gets frustrated. It's only so much the parent can do because they will tell the parent anything to get them off of their docket for the day. I mean, I'm, what I'm saying is they're going to uh, they're going to encourage. Or no, they're, gonna, they're not going to encourage the parent to step in and help with the situation that they got on their docket. They got to get their kid in there, get their federal uh, matching grant money, and call it a day. They don't give a shit about this. I they agree. Bring into the Browns. I agree, one hundred percent. They don't care At the end about of the, day, the, the parents parent being involved. The parents are involved. They just don't talk about it. I went through this a lot with every public school that my kids were in at the time. Parents do get involved, but the system will tell them whatever they want to tell them, and then when it gets too hot, just like they brought in the brand-new um, superintendent of public schools, when shit got hot, they kicked old boy out of there and brought her in there, and now all the parents are saying, well, we had this already in place with this. Well, we got to go over and we got to study all these complaints and whatnot over again. And then we'll come back to you and give you a solution. Now, all this frustration is built up. All this disenchantment is built up. Now the parents are saying, what, we got to go through another three and a half, four years to deal with a new superintendent, and we already made a deal with the old superintendent. Why can't you just deal with the problems that we sent to the old superintendent? It's already there in black and white. Deal with that. They want to study it. That means they got time on their hands. In a sense, they're saying, fuck you. We're going to do what we want to do. That's why we got charter schools right now. <laughs> I, I get, I get it. The parents are involved. I mean, just because we don't hear about it every day, just like we hear about everything else, the parents are definitely involved. They're just frustrated, tired, and they don't have as much time on their hands as the system does. By the time the system come around to their complaints and deal with their complaints. The freaking kid then graduated and got out of high school. That's a whole <laughs> problem they ain't gonna have to deal with. Okay, that's yeah. that's y'all. <laughs> yeah, 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 I hear you. That the school system definitely to me needs to need to be restructured. They need to a lot of uh, mental classes, psychological classes need to be added, uh, especially from from kindergarten all the way up. As far as I'm concerned, conflict resolution, anger management, critical thinking, self-respect, sensitivity training. And uh, we got to get CCs early, you know, and, and uh, let them understand that uh, people can, you know, what things that you do can hurt people. They need to understand that uh, games are just that. The television oh, yeah. is just entertainment, you know, but they're not teaching right. them. They're not teaching them. They're just passing them. They're just passing these kids to get them out of their face, you know. Fair. Too many schools, not all I wouldn't, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't disagree with that. But my only point is, we if we are aware of this happening, you know, the teachers spend six to eight hours with a kid a day. If we are aware that these things are happening, this is when the parent has to step in and do You can't just throw your hands up and be like, oh, well, you know, you might have to sit your child down and be like, look, you're not reading in school, but you're going to read when you get home. You're not doing math in school, but you're going to do math at home. I mean, you have that's what I mean by the parents get involved. I'm not talking about being involved with the school system. Of course, parents go up to schools, go to meetings and things like that. But you can't sacrifice your child while you're trying to figure out the system while waiting on the system. But, but, 
to the, fix itself. The bad thing is the bad thing is the parents being kids too. Hell, we, it's almost like they they right. need to be reschooled. Uh, they, they, they need to be some right. kind of some kind of program that they need to attend to, to be damn parents because these these kids are the parents, man. They, hell, they fighting over the, the, the control for, for for the PlayStation. You know, <laughs> the kids can get the game because the daddy got. You know, so uh, <laughs> you know, it's it's, it's, it's you know, I, I, I I hear you both, man. And I can agree. Honestly, no I can agree with you. And there's no one resolution. There's no one problem, you know. But there's, you know, there's multiple. We got we got a bunch of, you know, we could package them and sell them. Probably right. for ten dollars, you know, shit. But uh, <laughs> wow. Okay. Uh, well, that. Uh, hey, let me while, while, while brother Jim's on. Let me just say that, like I say, we do a show on Monday nights at seven o'clock. We, Jimmy and I, it's been Jimmy's idea. Jimmy, he, he started up. I, I bought into it. Uh, I kind of, I'm on there with them. I kind of tend to take a back seat, uh, but I, I talk also. But it's real people from the hood uh, on this same uh, blog talk station every Monday night, seven o'clock. And uh, you all uh, want to connect with Jim? He always has some good conversations. So, 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 and Jesse Evans also. I'm sure that both these brothers, with mine, you hooking up with them on Facebook, uh, Jimmy Williams and Jesse Evans, they'll they'll friend you. You guys will friend, right? <laughs> yeah, I got a, I got a public, I got a public uh, Facebook. So anybody's welcome. Yeah. Okay. I've been losing you me, too, man, with this God thing, man. I'm gonna be honest with you, but I'm, I'm game. I'll, I'll friend anybody. Yeah, me okay. too. They, 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 okay. Anybody can listen to me talk to myself. <laughs> oh yeah. And of course, you, you all want to, y'all, y'all, y'all want to get way out there with me. You know, just hook up the key flex. So I'll friend you. Uh, but uh, like you said, I have a tendency to be a little. Tough critic, and uh, I'll debate <laughs> you. I'll debate, I'll debate you, but I tell you, I, I speak. I, I, you know, the only thing I'm an expert on is how I feel, and that's what I put out right. there. That's what uh, Brother Jimmy Williams puts out there for himself. That's what Brother Jesse Ellen puts out there for himself. You know, so uh, it's all about conversation. You know, we reach a respectful medium, and that's what it's all about. And that's also kind of what I'm trying to encourage, kind of by this show, that we can talk about it without uh, somebody kind of going off on the other because we have different points of view. You know, and if you're wrong, face up, man up, and adjust. <laughs> right. You know, of course, either one of us ever wrong, but in case one of these days, we are. <laughs> no, I, I think kidding. I was wrong once last year. <laughs> <laughs> so, brother, brother Jesse, uh, let, let me ask you. Cause I, I wanted to get uh, what did I have here? I have my notes. Uh. Damn, I'm drawing a blank here. <laughs> drawing a blank. Let me ask you this, because I, I uh, Brother Jimmy and I have talked about this before. As far as I, I've been having a lot of, uh, seeing a lot of postings on Facebook pertaining to, you know, Al Sharpton, you know, lately. And everybody seemed to be jumping up and down and, you know, causing a sellout or whatnot. And, uh, I, I don't have a problem with him. You know, I mean, I, I don't see, I don't think he's doing anything to harm black people. And I believe that he, has to say within a certain circle in order to have that TV show and radio. That's that's fact. You can't get out there like stay within that. But we, but we at the same time, I don't think we should be looking for him to do all the things that people are saying he's not doing. You know, there's plenty of other people who can take up the slack on that. What what do you think about? Do you have any opinion at all about Brother Al? Yeah, I think. I, well, what I what I think is uh, I think the easiest answer is that you know uh, 
um, black black people are just not a monolithic people, and uh, uh, you know we we don't all march to the same drum. We don't all think the same. You may have black Republicans, Democrats, Independents, Christians, Muslims, atheists. I mean, they're all over the board. So I mean, the people that Al Sharpton speak for, you know, I'm sure they still feel. I mean, they're still in love with him. But there's a lot of other black people that he just don't speak for or don't, you know, are not part of the uh, demographic that he's reaching, you know, and that, I think that's, you know, to to think uh, in 2015 that black people still need, like, a black leader to speak for the whole ethnic group is just why we have it as probably uh, this fallout. Same with Jesse Jackson, you know, I mean, people, people, People are starting to think for themselves and want to want to speak for themselves. So I think well, that I has think a lot to do with it. But that means I think is you know let them do what they do. Let them do what they do, and I'm trying to do this little piece of crumb that I'm trying to do, and I should try to just stimulate some conversation, get people to think outside the comfort zone, can uh, consider consider other ideas, and and think about you know what you learned and some of the things you believe because some just, you know, just, you know, with more power but, to the people. But one but thing Jeff, I will say about Jesse Jackson is I think a lot of people consider Jesse Jackson a person that used the uh, black flight or plight to line his own pockets. I think a lot of people believe that. Uh, and, they, and Al Sharpton, too, they believe that they use – they're using uh, the black plight to continue to put themselves on TV, to continue to make money, to continue things like that. So I don't think a lot – I mean, even when – I believe it was Jesse Jackson who went to Ferguson, you know, a lot of the protesters were like, you're not wanted here. You're not welcome here, you know. And, and I, these and are I, and I, and I, I, people supposedly I he's supposed to be speaking up for. But I know a lot of people were like, why are you here, you know, so – it might be it might be either time for them to sit down and let somebody else rise up in a spot, or you know maybe it's time that black black people don't have yeah. a one voice for all concerns. You know, I thought the people in the purpose, and I thought we were very really disrespectful to Jesse. That's just my opinion. They were very disrespectful. But anyway, so brother, brother Jim, brother Jim, share, share your thoughts on that, brother. Al Sharpton. Brother Jim. Okay. Al Sharpton, <laughs> Jesse Jackson, Cornell West, Uh-oh. Dick Gregory, all these guys got to eat. They're salesmen. Yes, they started out doing their thing for the black folk. They can give their opinion about black folk, and people have sought them out to get their issues across to a majority of black folks, depending on how much money they've been get, being given. Dick Gregory is the only one that I can take out of that equation because I really listened to some of his stuff that he says and the stuff that I have listened to was on point. But when you get to the point where you got all of these people that are not worshiping you, that are following your every word, and you got the system looking at it and saying, okay, how can we how can we reach the majority of black folks in one stroke. Let's get Jesse Jackson. Let's get Al Sharpton. Let's get Cornell West. Cornell West surprised me when he went down to Ferguson 
Then some dumbass shit got locked up, and you ain't heard nothing else from him again. That was a photo op. Maybe he's still locked up. <laughs> <laughs> that was a photo op. He, he, he only went there. He, 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 he got the money to go down to Ferguson, stood in line, got arrested, and you ain't heard nothing else from him. We haven't heard anything else from him because they're not going to put his thoughts and whatever on the air about that. But these guys got to eat. Yeah, make your money. You know, the Jesse Jackson, when he he he, tur- he he really opened my eyes up a few years back when he sued Nissan or somebody for not having enough black workers. I think he got mm-hmm. like $90 million or something like that. Yeah, I remember push. that. Ever since then, he done slowed the fuck down. Ever since then, he ain't he hasn't been impacting like he used to. It ain't hardcore. It's down the middle, soft, cream puff. It, it 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 it's not making any freaking sense to me. Like he was at one point, like Al Sharpton was at one point. Cornell West, I, this brother, he he wants to be in the limelight. That's why he's always trying to attack Obama on some crap. Yeah, he uh, Cornell West is, and as far as I'm concerned, Tavis Smiley, they 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 must have really uh, swallowed some bad juice from Obama. <laughs> they they just seem to have a hint. They have an into him since day one, brother. And I mean, just to the point to where, it's, dude, chill. You know, I'm just, you know, I understand everybody ain't gonna agree with him, but these guys have been like, uh, you know, on a mission. They want their like, Bill O'Reilly. They want their Bill O'Reilly money. That's what they want. <laughs> yeah, well, they, they, they want to be able to do, They want to be able to spit out something about this president and not being black enough, and not. A, not not dealing with black issues enough. Not he he's the president of the freaking United States, not president of Harlem, not president of Inglewood. <laughs> he's the freaking president of the United States. Let that man do his thing. Yeah, he may be a puppet of the special interest. He may be that. But On he's that the note, brother, we get everybody. We get around to the uh, ninety-minute mark. I want to go ahead. We want to make it give us. Allow for closing statements. Uh, we'll start with uh, Brother Jim. You want to make a closing statement uh, quickly? Then we'll yeah. get to Brother Jesse and I'll close it out. No, that was my closing statement. Y'all do your thing, man. I just <laughs> wanted to call in and put my little tips oh, in. It, I really, I really I enjoy this it. show. I really do. I really do. I, 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 I like what you're doing for me, and I like what you're doing, man, um, as far as executive producer. And I hope at one point, this is my closing statement. I hope you can find a woman that can do a show and be as open and vocal as she needs to be on women issues. I have one in mind. I hope you found one. A young lady out of New York. She don't even know that I even have her in mind. But I have her in mind. I'm going to be getting a hold of her, and uh, I'm going to hope to get her on the show. She, 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 she's down, down to earth. Brother Jesse, go ahead and uh, give us something to work with. Brothers, close up. Well, i uh, what I what I will say is uh, hopefully uh, my biggest thing uh, my biggest thing that I think people need to really consider is somehow getting a third party on the platform. You know, I always always talk about this, always preach about this, but there's just no way in the world two parties can represent 400 million people. It's just not possible, and and we'll keep going back and forth with these two parties until. <laughs> 
there's, there just has to be another party. I don't really even care what it is, but you have to spread out, you know, um, the imagination. You know, it, it has, it just has, it just has to, something has to give, it has to get better. We have to have three, four, five, ten parties. And as long as we only have two parties, we'll keep complaining about the same things over and over. Not saying three parties is going to be that much better, but it, it, anything is better than two. Anything is better than two because when you have two parties, you essentially just have one. And that's pretty much what we have in this country. And, you know, even, even, with the current president, who's a Democrat, you know, the the wealth gap between the rich and the poor is still growing out of control. And, you know, we had a, you know, it'll be eight years and no change. You know, some of the things may be like a stopgap, but the, the train is still going, and we just have to get more people involved in the political system. We have to get more options. And I think that's the only way we're going to see changes in this country. All right, brother. I'll just I'll just say that uh, you know, be entertained. Watch TV, the movies, be entertained. But read at least read between the lines, and at least understand uh, what what they're trying to do. That doesn't mean it has to do it. But there, I believe there's definitely a system out there that is designed to do exactly what it's doing to the people. It's feeding it into it. Yes, we're buying into it, and yes, they're feeding into it. Like Brother Jesse said, maybe it's the, you know, first the chicken and the egg. I don't know. Maybe they came at the same time because they both are happy. <laughs> but on that note, thank you, Brother Jesse, for coming on for the second time. I appreciate it, man. Uh, we'll, we'll, be, we'll, we'll keep our debates going, and we'll keep agreeing and disagreeing. Brother Jim, thanks for calling in, man. Uh, we'll do our show coming again, uh, Real People from the Hood. Uh, every Monday night, we'll be on this Monday night coming up at 7 o'clock. It's raw, and it's as it says, real people from the hood, and we keep it like that. So on that note, I want to say that in the name of spiritual power, peace.
Round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.